0: You're listening to Elevate Your Endgame, episode 15, Why We're Afraid to Fail.
1: Hi, I'm Cam, and I help empathic and intuitive leaders find their confidence and step into their authenticity.
0: And I'm Megan. I help people in their 20s find their direction so they can create an intentional future.
1: We're two life coaches teaming up to teach you how to manage your mind
0: and empower you to transform your life. Let's, Let's get, get
1: started hello everyone we hope you are having a wonderful week today we are going to be talking about why we're afraid to fail this episode is one of two where we're going to discuss how our brains work so buckle up because this is gonna be good
0: absolutely so Just so you know, Cam and I are not neuroscientists. So we're going to be simplifying overarching concepts significantly. But we're doing this so that they can be applied to you
1: and are useful immediately. The first thing you need to understand is that your brain is basically a supercomputer. It is one of the most incredible and capable tools that you will always have at your disposal. The problem is a lot of us don't know how to actually utilize the brain power that we have. It's like buying a brand new MacBook computer and keeping it in the box to get our brain out of the box. We have to learn how our brain actually works.
0: Yeah, that would be such a waste. So I want you to picture your brain and I want you to think about it in two parts. Obviously, there are more parts of your brain, but for the sake of today's lesson, let's just picture that. The lower part of your brain is what I like to call the primitive part of your brain. The higher part of your brain is called the prefrontal cortex. So let's take a second and talk about the primitive part of your brain first.
1: The reason why we call this part of the brain, the the, quote, primitive brain is because this is the animalistic side. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, some people call this the lower brain or the lizard brain, but essentially it's all the exact same concept. Your primitive brain is always alert and it is extremely reactive.
0: Precisely. So when we were evolving from the cave, people, this part of our brain was fantastic. It helped keep us safe, which was great. But we were constantly on the lookout for danger. If you think about your brain like a computer, it was constantly running this program. Something has gone wrong. Something has gone wrong. Just constantly. And it was there to keep you safe. Oh,
1: that's right. Okay say about something has gone wrong.
0: <laughs> right? It's like, the, we're broken. It's like, fix us. Such a problem.
1: <laughs> so, an example of this, like if there was a rustle in the bushes, we had to think about Im- imminent and immediate danger of a tiger attacking us or some other type of predator, rather than thinking that the rustle in the bush was just caused by the wind. If we didn't take the small dangers or potential signs of dangers seriously, it meant we would die. (laughs) Like Like, so catastrophic. (laughs) Yeah. Like because of this, the primitive part of our brain learned, like it quickly learned that program of something has gone wrong. Like Megan mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. We're constantly looking at the world for signs of danger and this is a wonderful thing because, I mean, it helped keep us safe and get us to the point of where we are.
0: Exactly. But essentially because this primitive part of your brain is hardwired, it's literally become hardwired to look for danger. So our brains are programmed to be on the alert. We want to be ready for any disturbances because if we didn't, we would be wiped out through natural natural selection. And just a quick little fun fact, I don't know if you knew this, Cam, but this is the same part of your brain that's operating when you brush your teeth. But like, isn't that funny? Or like when you're driving, it's that automaticity. And so it programs the automatic behavior so we don't have to think really hard about doing things that are repetitive. So like when you get up in the morning, people, it's not like you're like thinking really hard, take step out of bed take off sheets, brush your teeth, and it's like go left to right. You know, it makes life a lot easier, which is convenient.
1: Oh my gosh. So I did know this, but the way that you explain it and I'm super (laughs) but the way that you explained it was so perfect.
0: (laughs) I know. I feel like it's it's just funny to think about, you know, it's like I, I love thinking about our brains and they're they're so helpful in that way.
1: Yeah. And you guys our brain is motivated to survive so essentially what we can do right now is we can break that survival instinct into three parts and that is known as the motivational triad so those three parts are one seeking pleasure two avoiding pain and three conserving energy aka seeking efficiency or doing it the easiest way possible
0: Oh yeah. So your brain, my brain included, is constantly seeking pleasure. In the past, seeking pleasure meant getting our basic needs met. This includes food, water, and shelter. So it was a really great, important thing. However, in the present, what's happened is we have developed in almost like extra ways To seek pleasure. So this might be experienced by you personally, when you are scrolling on your phone, which you might be doing as you listen to a podcast right now, (laughs) eating, but instead of just eating food that would keep us alive, it's like we have increased dopamine with sugar and flour that are totally like all over the food that we have the capacity to eat right now. And watching TV and movies. When you do these things, Again, like I said, you are literally getting a dopamine hit from your brain. And for those of you guys that don't know, dopamine is known as the pleasure chemical. But part of the seeking pleasure part of your brain is also this permanent part of your brain. It's also seeking pleasure and avoiding pain.
1: Ooh, good segue.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: So this means avoiding things that uh, could be physically harmful, make us sick or just could otherwise be dangerous. However, we're now at the point of our evolution where there aren't as many physical dangers. So instead of physical dangers, our brain is now on the lookout for emotional danger. This is what we call a maladaptation. This just means that it is our brain's failure to adjust adequately or appropriately to the environment or whatever the situation is.
0: Isn't that like a fun? It's it sounds so scary, but like it's so true. It's like a mal, a bad adaptation. It's like something that we've learned. Yeah. So it essentially just means that your brain is going to run away from pretty much everything that is emotionally labeled as negative or uncomfortable. So this, in I feel like, the most extreme cases, it's like shame, doubt failure, sadness, anger, anxiety, fear, humiliation. You know, it's this, right? Really, (laughs) it's like these really intense negative emotions. You might be thinking, okay, like our brain just really wants to run away from. Again, you might be sitting at home or driving wherever you are and thinking that this is a really great thing because of course you don't want to feel negative or uncomfortable, right? Right.
1: No, of course well, not. And so additionally, like your brain is trying to conserve energy by doing what's easy, right? I.e. what you've already been doing, <laughs> what you've done before. So, so <laughs> energy in the past, it meant that we literally had to do things that were the simplest and the easiest so that we didn't overexhaust ourselves because when we overexhaust ourselves, we die
0: really? we're not as
1: alert Mm-mm. to avoid danger
0: again really intense, but the way that we have interpreted it nowadays is like, now we are just seeking pleasure constantly, avoiding pain constantly and conserving energy constantly, which means that you aren't doing, you're not striving to do anything you haven't done before because you want to stay safe. So we can be, okay, thank you, primitive brain, for keeping us safe. The problem is you're not putting yourself out there to do something really difficult and if you're the kind of person that wants to put themselves out there achieve really big goals accomplish great things i've got news for you negative emotions are 100 percent a part of the deal and they cannot be avoided
1: and that's totally okay yes like this is a huge problem for anyone that has a human brain Mm-hmm. Oh, so, everyone, <laughs> everyone. Like it wants to fulfill that motivational triad. And so it's constantly running the something has gone wrong program. You will want to avoid anything. And I mean, anything that causes a negative emotion because your brain literally thinks that it's going to kill you.
0: Exactly. So, If you want to be the kind of person that elevates your end game truly, which is hopefully the reason why you're listening to this, you are going to have to rewire your brain. Literally, this means you are going to have to fight your evolutionary programming from your motivational triad and negative subconscious thinking.
1: And I was going to say, I want to point out, I love... I don't know. I get really excited when I think about fighting my evolutionary programming. Is that yes? Weird?
0: Cause it's like we get to evolve to the next level.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh-uh, you're not gonna hold me back.
0: Precisely. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I feel that too. I'm like, ooh, how can I be the next version of humanity that doesn't have this like crazy f- like failure fear? You know?
1: Yes, maybe it's my how I view authority. <laughs> maybe that's <where> it comes <laughs> It from. also might be for don't me to tell too. me that I can't do anything.
0: I can do anything I put my mind to. I'm like very much like strong, independent woman. I don't need no primitive brain to be telling me what to do.
1: (laughs) So all of this is really important to know because you have anywhere from 60 to 90,000 thoughts every single day. Like your primitive brain is running the show 80% of the time. And also just for another fun fact, 95% of your thoughts that you're thinking today are repetitive thoughts from the day before. And that is crazy to me when I think about like just that compound effect, like yes, there's still probably some thoughts that I, well, I actually know this. There are thoughts that I'm thinking today that were programmed for my childhood and it's just part of that
0: 95%. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll get into more but, of that next week.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. But I just want you to know that like, dear friends, don't fear we are currently evolving as a species like we were talking about before. And as we speak, we are growing into the next version of ourselves. This is why coaching is so important. We teach you how to rewire your brain by doing the thought work we've talked about so far. And just so you know, we are not going to work through all 60 to 90,000 thoughts too many. And all 80%, like you might be panicking. Like that is a lot. However, if you go with the most negative, if you can really open up to it, find the thoughts that are really like not serving you, that is when coaching can really make a humongous impact on the way you're showing up.
1: Yes, absolutely. Like coaching teaches you how to override your primitive brain with your prefrontal cortex, like prefrontal cortex is the logical part of your brain that can be actually be used to foresee the problems ahead of time. So quick shout out to one of our episodes previously on goals. It's kind of like the obstacles and strategies, right? Mm -hmm. The prefrontal cortex, it's the last part of the brain that evolved. So animals don't have it. Hence (laughs) why you don't see cats using calendars. (laughs) But
0: that'd be so cute.
1: I would love that so much. I was going to say, I see, uh, A 2022 calendar forming.
0: Oh my God. That'd be so great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But your prefrontal cortex, it lets you look to the future and the past and it lets you plan and it lets you be strategic.
0: Yes. And I was actually coaching a client this morning. It's um, my spring break. So I had some time and he was saying that isn't your prefrontal cortex, isn't that the part they say isn't developed till you turn 25? And I was like, yes, it is. That just reminded me of that. And one of the things I want to encourage you is that even if you are past the age of 25, again, like we said at the beginning of the episode, your brain isn't fully developed to that point, like in your brain, even if you do have a fully developed prefrontal cortex, you still might not know how to use it, which is going back to the beginning of this episode. It's like having that MacBook computer in the box. It's not actually being utilized. So coaching actually teaches you how to utilize it. And he was saying that like, he was like, well, like, I'm 27. He was like, I'm not sure if mine is fully developed yet. And I was like, it might be. It's just you have, we're still working on getting that training. So it fully develops, if that makes sense. (laughs) Sorry, that was a bit of a tangent. (laughs) But I want to let you know, like, even if you learn how to run your prefrontal cortex like a boss and you are a coaching queen or king and you are crushing it or Whatever you would like to be, your primitive brain, again, is running the show 80% of the time and it will still be talking to you, but you just learn how not to listen to it all the time. And, and even like instead of not listening to it, you listen to it and you question it. You can hear it and you're like, hmm, don't know if I want to believe that. Is that useful for me? I don't know. And then you go out and you live your life. And so just notice, it's going to be feeding your unconscious and unintentional desires fairly constantly. Let's watch Netflix. You might be hearing that in your head. We don't need to do this. We could do this instead. So start to build awareness for this part of your brain.
1: So (laughs) I was like, that was like an aggressive like stance. just brings (laughs) it to my heart. That's all. So the next time you hear yourself operating from that primitive brain, just like Megan said, pause, check in and question if this is the result that you want long term, like this will bring your thinking from your amygdala, your primitive brain to the prefrontal cortex so that you can actually make an intentional decision rather than just having it be a reactional one.
0: Yes, Cam. And one of my favorite sayings, and this is so important because if you're afraid to fail, one of my favorite sayings is that success is built on a pile of 100 failures, hundreds of failures even. In order to figure out how to make things work, you have to figure out what won't work, which means you are going to be failing a lot.
1: I love that. It actually, so it actually made me think of one of my favorite quotes from Thomas oh,
0: Edison. Look, look at us quoting this
1: week. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a quote from Thomas Edison uh, regarding the invention of the light bulb. And he said, I have not failed 10,000 times. I have not failed once. I have succeeded in proving that those 10,000 ways will not work. Like that is such I love a powerful that. quote to me.
0: Oh, so powerful. Because like, can you imagine who, how many of us are willing to fa- fail 10,000 times? Yeah. N- so many of us aren't even really open and willing to failing once. So if you really do get out there and are open, it really will change the rest of your life. That is why this is such an important episode. And I want to let you guys know, like this is how we show up. With clients that come into our programs Mm -hmm. we take your desire and we're like okay here is your light bulb and we are going to help you to use your prefrontal cortex to make those decisions and teach you how to utilize your primitive brain in a way that's going to serve you this will allow you to build the careers and grand scheme of thing lives of your dreams so if you want 80 years from now, for you to look back at your life and be like, man, I did it. I laid it all on the table and I did everything I possibly could to live the life of my dreams. Send us a message. We would love to work with you and show you how we can make
1: that possible. Girl, you giving me goosebumps.
0: It's been a good week, man. I'm like really excited.
1: So you guys remember... Shining bright gives others permission to shine as well. We hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so much again for listening and we will see you next week. Our goal is to give you the tools you can utilize right now to empower your lives. So go change how you show up in the world and go out and change the world.